Welcome back to another episode of See, See Me, Me After, After Class. I am Mr. L. I'm Miss S. Ooh, <laughs> I thought about it and then I committed. <laughs> Miss S, is respect a two-way street question mark? Ooh, you know, normally the questions you ask at the beginning are very easy. Like I'm always like, duh. And I want to say duh to that, but I'm almost scared. Yeah, I want to say it is. Don't, don't, don't be scared. Don't be scared. Hey, you're right. Lean into it. <laughs> or is it a one way? Uh-oh. No, and that is not a street I want to be on. I can't even drive to begin with. Miss <laughs> S, this podcast regardless of thoughts on respect, is for teachers. Good. You might have gotten some people confused. They might have been like, wait, did I click the wrong one? (laughs) This podcast is for teachers. It leans more towards middle and high school teachers, although we will never forget about our elementary school teachers. We could never. Because they won't let us. And they shouldn't, (laughs) as they should. Hold us accountable. Miss S, I literally called you because I had just gotten home from doing so many things at school? Uh, same. As soon as I walked in, I said, time to do something else. <laughs> Among those things, Miss S, that I have been doing pretty much all day, you know what? There are some things that we still don't do, Miss S. <laughs> Surprisingly, but it is true, everybody. <laughs> Our disclaimer, we are not judges, Ooh, I'd be a good one. Oh, I'm so <laughs> yeah, good I mean, at that. Like per- perfect. Literally the personification of a judge. Literally should be me. Um, <laughs> we are not not uh, app creators. That would be fun. Uh, I uh, think of the code and I stress out. So no. <laughs> You're right. On second thought, strike that, reverse it. Not fun at all. Not for us. We are also not magistrates. I see the theme. <laughs> Okay. Yep. <laughs> yep. We're in that theme. We're I that theme. see the theme and I appreciate <laughs> that for you. Thank you. But we're not that. I'm trying to think. Uh, the reason I'm pausing is like, could I also do that? Every time you say things, <laughs> I always think I could do them. We could do anything we put our mind to. Mrs. You're right. But the thing also I don't think we would be good at is we are also not lash technicians. Le- what? Yeah. It's this whole thing where people get fake lashes. We couldn't do oh, it. Oh, so, oh, that, oh, so not... They're called lash techs, yeah. Not the the thing, the little tool to curl, no? Oh, no. Now it's like single lashes glued onto each one. Whoa. Hours. Those are things that That we we aren't. not. (laughs) (laughs) We are not those things. We are teachers in the trenches going through things, teaching kids to the best of our ability. And... I saw you take a breath. Pause. We're going to table that conversation because I want to remind again that we are still not yet principals, administration, custodians. Yes, we get into existence, but as of today, in this moment, both still in the classroom. (laughs) Cafeteria staff, nurses, librarians, none of those things. We are teachers, Miss S. Speaking of teachers, (laughs) hopefully... Fingers crossed. Yeah, yes. Building consistency. Today's topic, Miss Sometimes when I hear words like that, I always picture myself asking children to spell those words. (laughs) Miss S, are you consistent? Always. No, I think that's not a core value of mine. (laughs) Is being consistent important 
Yes. There are two things I hold very near and dear to my heart. Tell me and tell us. Being a person of your word and consistency. Dare I ask, which I'm going to anyway, are other teachers consistent, question mark? Of course not. You work in a building? (laughs) No. (laughs) We work with humans. What is it to be consistent, Ms. S? And you you know what? Tell me. I'm going to do double-edged sword here. Consistency can look like a really good thing or a really bad thing for that person. (laughs) No, I think it means that you do something on a regular basis, like without a doubt. Pencil drops and it's already like your actions have occurred like clockwork. Perhaps routinely. Perhaps creature of habit. (laughs) We, in this episode, we are going to talk about how teachers could possibly, perhaps, build consistency in their classrooms. We are hashtag going to miss, I know that's not how that works, I'm sorry, asterisk, I meant to say asterisk. There we go, I was like, this is a long hashtag. (laughs) The asterisk is we are going to miss a whole bunch of ways. This is the ways that we are talking about in our humble opinions. First point, Miss S. All right. What do you think about be prepared for your lessons? Question mark? Statement, (laughs) non-negotiable. Does student engagement come from planning of the lesson? And you know what? That could be a (laughs) no-duh moment. But I also remember being a first-year teacher, walking in and being like, all right, guys, here we go. Like, not understanding why they we, weren't answering my questions because I made that listen. We need to affirm, and yes, I'm interrupting you. We need to affirm zero-year teachers. Yeah, and there's there is something wrong with it if we do not acknowledge it. <laughs> no, yeah, I think that planning comes with knowing when you're going to engage your students in the lesson or are you just talking at a bunch of blank stares? Yes, and we haven't used that in a while. Yes, and... To build consistency is to know what you're talking about before you start talking about it, question mark? Correct. And I can also say that because I remember being a first-year teacher and doing the lesson with first period almost together, where I was like, ooh, wait, what is the answer? As if it was an experiment, perhaps? <laughs> As if we were all getting the grade. Do you think, Miss S., this is being prepared for your lessons to build consistency, that some behavior issues can be avoided through preparation? Oh, yeah. Tell me. I mean, tell me. Because it's the same thing when I think of adults in PD. (laughs) When we get downtime, we're physically trying to leave the building. Like, we are talking. We are trying to plan our escape. Just like when kids get downtime, they are also doing those things. I love that you consistently, there's that word. Look at me. Make the comparison of our students to us as adults, Miss S. Of course, because I think people want to think that we're really far removed, but we're all humans. We have as, the same as if as if we're some ivory tower looking down on yeah, these kids, no. even even though we're human beings, just like that. Just like that same kid asked to go to the restroom every single day. I am that person in PD at some point when it's been too long. Consistent lessons, Miss S. Do those take time to prepare? Yeah, I mean, if you want a consistently good lesson delivery. You are consistently setting aside time to work on that. It is not 
up until I think up until recently when I've hit this this part of my career, it doesn't take me as long because I know what my look for's are. I know how to engage kids. I know what the content is. like it took me a while to get here. I want to say at least three years to become a master at lesson planning. Some people takes less, some people takes more, but yeah, it takes time set aside to intentionally focus on like this is what I'm doing. Vocab, annotations, answering the question. Did you know, do you remember when I used to do hashtags? Yeah. You remember I used to annotate my packets and put hashtags and ask the kids to hashtag their... Hashtag, that was a thing. It was like hashtags and bumper stickers and all this other stuff. <laughs> I don't know about bumper stickers, but it's a yes and. It's a yes and. Best practices, Miss is to engage students, exclamation point or question mark. You look really confused. <laughs> no, I wasn't confused. Sorry. Oh, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Miss no. S. No, that's not true. Um, can you restate that question for me? <laughs> Best practices, Miss S. Engaging students, question mark or exclamation point? Got it. Got it. No. Um, exclamation point. <laughs> Engaging students, should that be a best practice in order to build consistency? Got it. I thought you were, question? I was waiting <laughs> for you to ask me what I do. That's why I was like, is this the part? Is, is this is, where you're asking me? Is that the me? better question? You know what? That's on me. That's on me. I'm going to take that you. one. Okay. Well, that's what I needed. But yes. Yeah. Engaging students. Engaging students, maybe even when you're building, excuse me, when you're planning your lessons in order to build that consistency. Is that a part of how to build consistency, question mark? Yeah, I think kids need to know that they are constantly, like, they not be on their toes or be scared, right? Like, you don't want to be an anxiety-inducing teacher. But <laughs> I think it should be known, like, oh, for the do now, she has consistently always asked for at least two kids. I know I need to at least have an answer in case she calls me. Oh, for this part, she's most, when we do documents, yeah. she's yeah. going to ask like the routine of kids knowing you are cold calling or you are waiting for five hands makes the work happen or at least have them like, hey, I know, can, like raise their hands because, hey, if we get called on, we want an answer. But you have to build that consistency of knowing your the kids know that they're going to be asked to say what they produce. Exactly. And specifically stating, specifically stating, I'm going to call on four, four students. I'm going to call on five students. And these are the five students, X, Y, W, X, Y, Z, et cetera, will build the consistency with the students that, hey, when she does or he calls on me, I'm going to need to say something and or provide an answer or I have, Or if I know that I don't have the answer, I need to ask for help or ask my partner because if she calls on me and, and then you build the routine of like a student knows what the expectation is when they don't have an answer because then you have that consistency when a kid does. Cause again, it happens to everybody. Oh, I don't know. Or, Oh, I didn't have an answer. They know the routine of like, Oh, well she's going to come back to me anyway. So I might as well figure out like there's a routine in that. And yes, there is. I'll affirm. Yes, there is. Mrs. Thank you so much. Second point in order to build consistency, perhaps you may want to have follow through. Not perhaps. Always. <laughs> Does follow through, and I'm seriously asking, 
Okay. Build credibility and trust with your students? Question mark. Always. I mean, it follow through. I mean, tell credibility me. I mean, tell me. With adults, right? Like, like I said, <laughs> but we're all humans. So yeah, if you told me you were going to bring me lunch and then you didn't bring me lunch, I'm upset. Like you didn't follow through on what you said. I'm upset. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's uh, and we've heard it before in PDs. If you say you're going to call a parent, you call a parent. Like you, ha- non-negotiable. Uh, yep. You call the parent. Any any kind of consequence, and I would refrain zero-year teachers, one-year teachers from using any kind of threat. Don't threaten. It's it's a statement. You say a statement. If you continue this, this is what's going to happen. If they continue that, if they continue not following expectations, I'm using what you told me, Miss S. They continue not following expectations. This is going to happen, and it happened. And that comes with consistency and follow through. And like a lot of this is going to sound like redundant, I think. Um, but it's please, the idea. Please let it, let it. Yeah. It's the idea of, hey, sorry, we st- we're following through. We're making a routine here. When trying to build consistency in your classroom through follow through, reinforce appropriate behavior with follow through. For example, thank you. Uh, who is my who is my student? Oh, Bobby. Thank yeah. you, Bobby, for annotating your passage with your hashtags. That's very good, Bobby. So much where you're it kind of sounds <laughs> it kind of sounds patronizing, but you say it in a way that doesn't sound patronizing and other kids want to also be praised. Question mark? Yeah, I mean, just like you follow through on consequences, you follow through on rewards and like how you celebrate kids. Because then what I've noticed and I can own because I do it at the beginning of the year, celebrations are super easy because it's the forefront of your mind. And you're like, yes, like I want to celebrate. Like, look at all these kids. We're putting up work on the walls. We're like having certificates come March. You're like, yeah, so and so, whatever. Here's your A. Like you forget, like it it dies out. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So and so. Yeah. So and so. Here's your A. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's like the consistency of following through with rewards, with uh, consequences, with just reminders of expectations, reminders of routines, because kids will forget just like we forget. There's times where I forget a certain routine or something like that that the kids will hold me accountable for. In follow through, the next point would and I literally wrote down be about it. Ooh, I love that. Positive reinforcement. So you, we want to positively reinforce, obviously, and I remember what you said before, like people might think like, God, these, these people have such great classes. I really, I mean, there's good and bad days just like everybody else. The only difference is Miss S is Miss S in her classroom. Mr. L is, is Mr. L in his classroom. The, <laughs> the difference between us, which there's a big difference, is... Positive reinforcement and consequences. Whatever consequences Miss S has, good for her. Love it for her. Love the journey for her. Mr. L has different consequences, and that's okay. Whomever is listening, you're going to have different consequences for violation, if you will, of expectations. And I think Miss S got a glimpse of how I positively reinforce with the did you just get that wrong example. Yeah. And we, yeah, please don't think that our classrooms are like perfect. Like even today was a rough, rough day back where we were like, all right, we need some, some reset here. Dare I say, was it garbage, Mrs.? 
we were getting close. We were like a little, <laughs> like a little trash pail. Yes, Miss S is going to have her consequences and expectations, as she so has, as she has eloquently put on many episodes in our podcast. And those are things. <laughs> that those are things that I'm living through that you will also live through. <laughs> that happen. What happens? And I'm going to throw this at you, Miss S. Oh, okay, okay. What happens with little to no follow through? Oh, and psh, even tell with me. Just, I mean, tell just me. Just a tiny piece of zero follow through. I think that, uh, my opinion, disagree. Love it. Sure. You lose all credibility in that classroom. Like those four walls are now owned by children. Like simple as ooh, that. Because you didn't call Tony's parents, right? And now he's like, oh, I, I'm going to push the limit. When is she going to call my parent, right? Is it when I say the F word? Is it when I get up and like don't ask for anything and just do what I want? Like what is the new line that now the child is creating in that? Same thing with rewards. Some kids, they really struggle. And like even them getting a certain grade, like they want to feel celebrated. And if you don't, for them, it's like, so why do I want to try? They were celebrating yep. last week and now exactly. I didn't get celebrated. So what's the point? And then the same thing when it comes to just culture, right? Like if you allow a kid, and I noticed this this year because, again, I was like, yeah, it's fine. The pencil thing, right? It's I'm I'm usually pretty good about it, but yes, what I've noticed, yes. the pencil sharpening. It's a lot yep. of times I'm talking and I'm watching a child. And I'm like, whoa, whoa! But it's on me because I let that slide. I let it slide starting in December. Come April, of course, they're confused as to why I'm upset because I let it go for four <laughs> months. Like what? That's on me that I can own. And so, it's one of those things when you don't make it clear, hold yourself accountable, and reset when necessary. The children are now deciding what the new lines are and the new boundaries, whether they're good or bad, right? Like they could be great. Maybe they're like, miss, you didn't celebrate. Like let's, let's all cheer, whatever. Oh, great. Awesome. <laughs> let's all or, cheer. Miss, you didn't tell us what to do. I'm throwing paper across the room while your back is like, what? There's no <laughs> rules. Right. So yeah, I think that that's follow through determines so many things in a classroom that sometimes we overlook because it's not explicitly stated in PD sometimes or in the manual that we don't actually get, but sometimes we think we do. Honestly, let's just stop the podcast right here, like right now. Honestly, all right, it's bedtime. <laughs> Miss S, next point. In teachers trying to build consistency, being proactive. I mean... Is that, is that, does that mean anything to you? <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going to say something. <laughs> <laughs> that you were going to be proactive <laughs> about that. <laughs> Prevent inappropriate behavior. Okay. By modeling and giving plenty of opportunities to practice. So if you want your students to maybe not be sarcastic, you, the teacher, cannot be sarcastic. Oof, yikes. Couldn't do that. Miss S, modeling. Do you model in your class, Miss S? So other than me being absolutely stunning, yes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I model. Ex like I'm think I think a lot of first years are thinking like, oh, no, I create student exemplars. Like I am modeling what students – and that is one yes, thing yes, yes. that falls in the bucket of modeling. Like, yes, you should always model sentence starters. You should always model a think aloud for kids, right? Like thinking outside of content – you as a person, are you modeling respect? Like we started the episode with this idea of respect. Do you model that to all students consistently? Or is it very clear that you're playing favorites sometimes? Which, hey, as a teacher, we secretly have them. Everybody will tell you no, we do. Are you modeling consistency? Are you modeling like 
equitable consequences? Everybody gets a consequence when they do mess up, right? Like, is it only when Timmy does, but if Julie stands up and does it, it's okay, right? Like, is everybody oh, being held accountable? It's always Julie. It's always Julie. <laughs> Honestly, Julie never asks, and I don't get why she's not in trouble. Miss <laughs> <clears throat> S, excuse me. What about scaffolding tasks by giving boundaries, roles, and protocols? Do you give roles in your class, Miss S? Um, not really. Uh, <laughs> if we're playing a certain thing that I need them to have like jobs, then yeah. But I think, I mean, again, my classroom just doesn't, and I don't want to say because I teach high school, I have a lot of senior level teacher friends that have consistent roles for their kids when they walk in. I'm just not a teacher that like works that way. I just don't like your job is to like be exemplar. Like there's your job. Do it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Love that for you. Do you have jobs? I don't, I also don't give any kind of, okay, this person's going to sharpen all the pencils. Okay, this person, although I do regularly have students say, ask me, sir, can I pass out the calculators? Sir, can I pass out the pencils? Sir, can I pick up folders? Can I pick up these things? And they do it out of their own volition. Maybe because, I don't know, I'm a pretty good teacher. <laughs> Consistently. Consistently. What about students not completing their work? And I'm giving this example as being proactive. When students aren't doing their work, do you provide a choice? And by this, I mean, what are you doing? Why aren't you doing it? Are we going to do it? Some along that, something along those lines where it's kind of a questioning kind of... yeah. To, and uh, to be and by this I mean like to be proactive in so that it doesn't escalate. You always, as a teacher, and zero year teachers listen to this. You want to de-escalate. You never want to escalate. Never want to engage in a power struggle. <laughs> what if by being proactive you can plan those choices? So, for instance, literally write, writing them down, maybe in your lesson plans. I mean, let's just we're we're keeping it real. We're all teachers here. We're going to have resistance. What are you going to say when you have resistance? And I'm throwing that out into the universe. Write it down. What are you going to say when you, you've got, quote, I don't want to do this, or I'm too tired, mm -hmm. or I don't understand anything, so why should I bother? Mm -hmm. what, do you, what, what kinds of expectations slash consequences slash choices are you going to give your students? And that's something that for you to think about. But Ms. S, give us a, a dramatization, if you will. Yeah, um, I have a lot of pushback sometimes because my class is very writing heavy. And I think that a lot of kids have a lot of fear, apprehension, and or have faced negative feedback from adults in their life when it comes to writing. In a, pre in a previous yeah, yeah. time. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. And so when I, okay, you're analyzing a document. You're then writing in ACE format and I need a, a paragraph at the end with your thesis, right? Shut down. The moment I say you're writing, shut down for some of my, my 10th graders, right? Uh -huh. And so um, I've made it a habit of just kind of asking, like, as I'm doing my active monitoring, right, and I'm doing my laps and I see the one child who has doodled on the side, right, who yes. is actively not doing what you ask. Yes. I used to take it personal as a first-year <laughs> teacher. I was a, that's Tell a us. personal attack. Tell us. And then I realized that is a child and I'm a grown woman. Like, this is not a personal attack. <laughs> Calm down. 
my go-to thing is always like, hey, what's going on? Uh, oh, I don't get it. Hey, can you tell me specifically what about this paragraph you don't get? Well, I don't understand what they're saying. Um, and so then what that looks like is I say, hey, I want you to just, I chunk it. It's a lot of, of kids, a lot of yes. them just need to see it chunked because a lot of them get overwhelmed when it's a lot of steps in, in math or like a whole paragraph to read. And then you want them to analyze. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, no math. No math for you. No math. <laughs> Not me. I would need chunking too. But... <laughs> No, I chunk it and then I come back around. I say, okay, now we're going to look at this question. And then I rephrase it for them. And then I give them a sentence. Start. A lot of them just need extra scaffolding more than you might have already provided. Because you might be listening and be like, well, I already gave them a sentence. Step. Correct. And I think that that works for 99% of your kids. There will be 1% of them who still do not understand how to complete that. And I want to piggyback off of what you just said in that I also get resistance, hesitation, if you will, when there are more than two problems on a paper. And I also, when I'm doing my pathway and I see, and, and wow, Miss S, you're getting doodling. I'm getting blank papers. Say, okay, <laughs> is there something, and I probe already. Is there something you don't understand? Well, I don't get it. And I also say, can you tell me specifically which part of the steps, which part of the problem, which part of the equation, et cetera, don't you understand? And it's usually, <laughs> it's usually, I, I don't know how to put it in the calculator or I was, and that it's, what's fascinating is they'll tell me, well, I wasn't paying attention when you were teaching it. Okay. So then we perhaps to being proactive to avoid in the future, we may want to pay attention when I'm doing the direct teach. Yes or no. And the kids, Yes, sir. You're right. You're right. Okay. Well, can you explain it? Of, of course I can. I can explain it. I give you 30 seconds of my time. I'm, come, I'll come back and see if you've done anything. Okay. Okay, great. And, and I think, I'm sorry. Oh. Uh, obviously. And that's ideal. That's, that's ideal. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Like, please don't <laughs> listen as a first year and be like, Oh wait, is it that easy? No, it is not no. that easy. There will be kids who are going to profanity. They're upset. I don't, I'm yep. not doing it. Right. Yep. And for me, my response is like, Hey, can I, let's talk outside. Like, let's have a second to like get it together, compose ourselves. And I want to have a conversation really quickly. And for me, my high schoolers, a lot of them are like, well, I worked all night, right? Like I'm tired. I was up with the, yep. like yep. my siblings, like mom didn't get up and I had to get like, it's a lot of frustration outside factors that are then going to come out on your work because you are with them more than their parents throughout the day. So yep. like you are the one adult that they have learning how to not, cause like, you could engage easily and be like, well, I'm the adult. You're going to do what I say. And that's not going to get anything done. I can promise well, you I mean, zero things. Exactly. And I think in the realm of building consistency, this should be happening with every single student that resists and or is hesitant with any work that you do. And I just want to keep it in consistency in that that's what you do every single time you are approached with that. If that situation comes up. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it, it's a learn. It takes some time to like, Compose yourself as well as an adult. I think it's very important. It's probably the most important, this last point of mine, in teachers trying to build consistency in their classrooms, Ms. S. Start each day fresh. Question mark? No, I love that. I got into the habit of when I, this year, I've had some struggle students where you you had your struggle bus? You were struggle bus? My struggle bus <laughs> kids were like driving it at one point, but... <laughs> I made it a point when I had one recently, we had a rough day, kind of, I engaged in a yep. mini power struggle I shouldn't have. And I own that, apologized, found them later. And I could tell they were so upset, fine, because I would be too as a child, wrote them a, a sticky note of like, 
hey, like super proud of you. You matter. I am still like your biggest fan and I am your number one supporter, like new day tomorrow. Right. Like, and I saw it today on their phone. They had it upside down, like in their phone. In the, yeah. Case. In the case, in the and case. I, said, Wait. I had my little moment of like, oh, like that's a reminder that, yeah, like it's a new start every day. And I think a lot of these kids think that you're going to hate them because whatever adult situation or trauma that they carry reminds them that like, oh, this adult now doesn't like you. And like, as a teacher, you have to be the adult that does start fresh with kids, regardless of what happened the day before. And I think that is probably one of the most difficult things for some teachers to do. And that's okay. Where to admit you did something wrong and to later approach the student and apologize for something you did wrong. And I think it is just so powerful. And Miss S, again, we should just stop the podcast right here, mm-hmm. goes the extra mile and like kind of writes like a little note to the student. And of course, anything, and I can say this with absolute certainty, anything you give your students where it's kind of from the heart or meaningful, they keep like that. They keep in their backpack and they keep, they'll keep in their case, they'll keep in their wallet, et cetera. And that's just powerful in and of itself. Miss S? Beautifully said. Press the reset button every day, question mark. Press the reset button every week, question mark. I'm going to answer my own question. Press the reset button every day. Go to school with a fresh mind and a fresh attitude because just like Miss S said, they're going to be looking for you to hate them because you they, they, they didn't follow expectations the previous day. Or again, they had a rough day and maybe did something that wasn't like them or they chose unwisely. I think starting fresh the next day and showing that student, hey, your mistakes are your mistakes. I'm not gonna treat you any differently than any everybody else. And you also get a fresh slate every day. Question mark, Ms. S? No, I think that that's something that for some adults is gonna take time because even as adults, maybe we didn't get that growing up, but it's also our job to model it. We are the only consistent sometimes figure that these kids have. And so like for me, it's not easy to apologize and I can own that as an adult. <laughs> but I also know I, like- I, I, I concur, I concur. I also know that like they're children, right? And like, I don't want them to think, I don't hate them. Like I, and I tell them, I was like, guys, I, it takes a lot of extra energy for me to have to hate you. Like I promise you I don't, that's too much work. I look, or I saw something online and I thought it was very powerful. It said that students' behavior, quote, happens to them, not to you. And I, wow, that, yeah. That's the, that's a thing too. Those are things. Yeah, I like that. And I also saw in the moment during the resistance, during the, I don't know, the, the profanity, during any of those things, it is very difficult for any teacher to, as it's happening, to think to themselves, what else can this behavior mean? And I'll just touch on exactly what you said. Mom did wake us up. I had to wake my eight brothers and sisters up. I had to wake all my brothers up. I had to drop them off at school because with you in high school, I had to take all of them to school. I woke up late. I had to pull an all-nighter because I was up studying. Any Anything of those things happen and you have to take into consideration what the situation 
is and what else can this mean? Question mark? Statement, always. A lot of our kids face some of the things that adults face, like uh, the stuff, like our the bills we pay. Some of our students in high school are paying bills to also do that. So Because your rent is due. Our rent, hey, it is the first of the month coming up. Rent is due. Miss S, excuse me, with all of these things we have talked about, the last thing I will say is be consistent. Be consistent consistent. If you say you're going to do something, do it. If you would like to be prepared for your lessons, perhaps that might help with, <laughs> with preventing some sort of behavior. Crazy, also, you should try it. Try it out. <laughs> like I just said, follow through. Whenever you say you're going to do something, do it because they will sniff that out real quick and start making their boundaries instead of the boundaries that you would have set if you had followed through. Also, be proactive, Miss S. Proactive, not reactive, Correct. is what we should be doing. Yes, and start each day fresh. Do not hold grudges because in order to get to build the trust, to build the consistency, to get the buy-in, you cannot scold a student for not following your expectations one day and the next day remind them of said infraction, if you yeah. will. No. Miss S, hashtag relatable content. Hashtag relatable. Hashtag wish I did all this first year. Hashtag we live and we learn. Hashtag you can do it too. Hashtag I wish someone had told me. <laughs> hashtag <laughs> SOS, why didn't I know this? <laughs> Miss S, those of those of us, I was going to say those of us, but I don't know. Anybody listening, anyone, yeah. they, could, <laughs> they could have taken this, leave it, loved it, and or hate it. Either way, they were listening. And that's what we care about. We will see you guys next time on See Me After Class. See y'all. Bye. <laughs>